On this week's Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap Week 9 and then preview Week 10. And we also have our mid-season show, so we're going to be going through and naming our mid-season award winners, as well as our updated playoff picture. All right, let's go. Episode Third Forever Football Podcast. I'm your host Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host Kevin Olm. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Uh, I've been a lot worse. That uh, <laughs> like a week ago. Yeah, yeah, pretty much exactly that. Um, yeah, I, I think I might have. I don't know. I, I told people this, but I'm not sure who I told exactly. But they're like, oh, no, I told my coworkers because a lot of them are Vikings fans and they know I'm a big Packer fan. They're like. On Friday, they were oh, so you're happy about that win? I was like, well, yes, but also, like, that that really wasn't a game that, like, you know, like a battered 49ers team, like, yeah. you can only lose that game. You don't really win yeah. that game. If you, like, kick their asses like the Packers did, everyone goes like, yeah, that's what you were supposed to do, you know? So, like, you like, don't... That was the... The 49ers like JV team. Like, yeah, it's like the 49ers... Because, like, a win's a win, but, like... In a game where an opponent like that, where like literally last year they pummeled you guys twice, you like you want to have that game to like obviously yes you want to beat them no matter who's they have on the field yeah but you also like for but pride's it, it's, sake it's you a want completely to be yeah it, they didn't have a single guy in, on the offense as a starter that touched the ball in the Super Bowl last year so like yeah it's not the same team they're wearing the same no. colors they got the same coach but. Same same uh, stadium and yeah. all that. Like now, it's, now the the, the flip the side of that coin is that well, at least we did kick their asses like we were supposed to, you know, and didn't like that would have been even right. worse if right. like you know, we came out there and it was close or even lost. Like, so I can't yeah. complain, but I'm not exactly like super proud right now. Kind of feels like we're, you know, we're, we're like pushing the kid on crutches into a puddle or something. Yeah, it was interesting that they, I mean, I know they got kind of down in a hurry, um, you know, 21-3 at half, yeah. but like, it, it was interesting that when the, the way they came out, um, they didn't seem to be in like that, what they I, w- I would think they would do to start the game. I mean, they had a three and out to start, um, but, you know, first down, they, they complete for six yards, and they went pass again, mm-hmm. a deep shot. So it's like I don't know why they well, got there, away there was from running the ball that was to start. Where I think Shanahan said he had a an offensive game plan kind of put together that I think he said was eighty five percent Ayuk and fifteen percent uh uh what's their other guy's name their third string guy I'm blanking on his name but their uh, their third uh, receiver what was that well was it. Was it Richie James? No, no, it was somebody Bourne. else. Kendrick Bourne, probably. Kendrick Bourne, that's who it was. Yeah, so it was 50% Bourne, 85% Ayuk. And he said he just had to throw that all out because they got, you know, whacked with the COVID hammer like a few days early. And, yeah. you know, make it all from scratch. They they just didn't really seem in sync, which makes sense. And, you know, the, the margin for error when you're, you know, I think we can clearly say that the team that was on the field – you know, much just a just an objectively less skilled team than Green Bay had. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. so, you know, the margin for error is very low, and you go three and out, and then you settle for a field goal, and then you're kind of cooked, and you get some garbage time. 
points there at the end, but it was it was never really in doubt. So it was good for my blood pressure, I'm sure. But yeah, and it's you know Thursday game. Those yeah. are always I feel like I don't know underwhelming. I feel a lot of the time like they I really have, can't remember like a really good. Yeah, it's almost like when you give the teams half the time to prepare for the next game, uh, the product on the field isn't as good. Yeah. It's weird how it yeah, works. I know, right? Um, well, how was your it, game? You got to, you know, put another nail in the Matt Patricia coffin. Yeah, so um, this is another one where, like, I actually missed um, a good chunk of this game. I was, uh, I went fan. down and I was I was golfing, you know. I uh, Last day of the year, really do it. So I was like, all right, let me get out and do that so i, I caught Wait, just, just to totally half. not talk about football and to cut you off here did you see people wandering around in the fescue looking for balls because i saw multiple people at that course doing that the last time i was there uh i did not know okay i, I was just know. golfing with weird people but the, they were they were well and also it was like end of the year so maybe like they, those people went away they all the hibernate. balls are gone we'll be back for the next season <laughs> yeah um <laughs> but uh yeah no um I caught the game on the radio, uh, the most of the second quarter, and then all of most of the second half, uh, I was able to catch. So, but I mean, I saw obviously saw the highlights and all that. I mean, this game wasn't really close. Like it was a lot no. further than 14 points indicate. I think. Um, yeah. Matt Stafford again fair. just continues to get body bagged by Mike Zimmer and us. I don't. I don't know what it is. Well, like Stafford he just got taken out of this game. Well. I think he has yeah. a concussion now, right? Yeah. He, well, he was first of all he was questionable to play because mm-hmm. he tested positive earlier in the week for COVID, but then he got I think like five negatives in a row. So he's. I don't to play. think he ever tested positive. I think he was close contact last week. Oh, you know, yeah, so like, he never had it, but like he might have had it. Yeah. So yeah, but and so um, yeah, but he he didn't look comfortable at all. You know, when we did have um, you know. Gave them a chance with a couple blocked punts. They, which which is a crazy thing to say, a couple blocked punts. A couple, punts. yeah, blocked punts, plural. Yeah, well, it was baffling. One of them, like, they just didn't, just didn't pick up the guy blitzing, like, coming off the edge. They just let him get a free run, basically. Um, but Stafford then immediately threw a pick, and then we, we went, we, they blocked another punt, and then he threw another pick in the end zone. I mean, like... It just took the wind out of their sails. That would have mm-hmm. that would have you know had a chance to get him back into it. Uh, I think that was in the third quarter, um, and then after that pick, I think that's when Dalvin broke off for his seventy yard, where the Bears had or the the Bears the Lions had ten people on the field, which is just hilarious <laughs> on the seventy yard run. That, that'll do it right there. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna put yeah, one no, guy on the uh, goal line just in case. Dalvin just continues to just do things that yeah he's still good at football he's still very good at football um he was just re- today he was just named back-to-back offensive nfc offensive player of the weeks as well as the fedex on the ground player of the week um uh, kirk cousins is not turning the ball over that's all that matters really you know he had a couple uh, really nice throws um to jefferson and he missed him on one where jefferson just put the dude on skates um you know, it was a pretty low blood pressure game for me as well. I'm happy, and we officially have a winning streak. So, there Does you go. Does Adam Thielen feel disrespected by no. the stat line of two for 38? No, absolutely okay. not. I mean, I, he, sure. 
Now he he got he leads the team in targets. I mean, but it's just it's one of those people are things saying that he feels disrespected. Who's I, saying I'm, that? I'm saying it right now. You're I saying think, that. I think yeah, he there you feels go. disrespected. He's, he has zero, like, he's not a, I need to get the ball. Like, he, that's where him and Diggs always differed. Um, and when you have a guy that rushes for 9.4 average, it's like, you're going to run him. Like, you're just going to keep giving that's him the ball. That's not even a first like, down. Those are shit numbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, it, you know, I mean, Second he only threw it 20 six. times a day. I mean, what, what, what is that? Yeah, a pair of touchdowns to Irv Smith. Is he is is yeah, Kyle that, Rudolph? But yeah, but he had forty yards, well, so I don't know what to do with that. Too. Well, Kyle had one. Granted, he had one twenty-two this, yard one. So is this Irv, Irv Smith Irv is a guy that game? we're trying. No, we're trying. Like he needs to be involved more. He's been really like he's turning out to be a really really complete tight end. Like he's really good in blocking. He's kind of just learned that because um, he was a huge receiving threat at Alabama. Um, but it's it's hard when you're when you have Kyle Rudolph kind of there. Like I know their Irv is the future tight end. Kyle's probably only on his last year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I I would like to see more Irv in the offense. I'd like to see more Irv instead of Chad Beebe. Like like I I don't I don't want to see Beebe or BC Johnson like when we have Irv Smith just chilling, not getting any routes. So I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, Dalvin just continues to do what he does. Um, his currently that was his um, the first you know 200 yard rusher for the Vikings since AP, and it was cool to have that being having Adrian in the building for that. Um, Adrian oh man, that's nice, I, I totally nice forgot words. about that whole storyline. Yeah, Adrian had some nice words for about Dalvin or to Dalvin at the end of the game, just kind of like a. Um, it was a nice little passing of the torch type of thing or sign of respect. Like, you know, I mean, which is, I'm not surprised by that. Um, I'm your future, but also Dalvin cook future really, Detroit lion. What turned out, what was supposed to be apparently a Everson Griffin, Adrian Peterson times three. Cause this was his third time playing us. Um, and J Ron curse revenge game for them. <laughs> like it ended up being an Amir Abdullah revenge game. Cause like he had that nice screen play that he got, the touchdown on like that was kind of funny but like because everson did nothing jaron curse didn't really do anything either like he tried to jaw at dalvin when dalvin broke off like a 13 or 15 yard run it's like what what do you like the dude has like 200 yards like what are you talking about i mean yeah but, he doesn't have 300 yards so you know yeah we're no an idiot. yeah um i don't know low blood pressure game again i'm happy with it yeah, um, I mean that's good. I I feel bad for Matt Stafford. I do too. He it's, could be he could be better than this. Yeah, well, and like the thing is, like he, you know, he's just gonna stay his whole career in Detroit. He's gonna yeah. do that. He's like that kind of guy, which is like what you want. And like a, as a player, oh no, he's he's a franchise yeah, quarterback through and through. Yeah, it just no, sucks absolutely. that this is the franchise. And like he's never gonna leave Detroit. Like he. You know, he's not going to be like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, I'm going to go somewhere else. Like, he's just going to stick it out because, like, mm-hmm. that's just where he's he's just a loyal dude. So it's like, it's tough. Yeah. Um, all right. Seahawks, Bills. Uh, good Josh Allen came to play. Uh, very good Josh Allen came to play. And uh, I don't know. People were talking, you know, before that, like, you know, Josh Allen. First, he was like, you know, walking on water and infallible. 
And then it turned into, you know, Josh Allen, you know, maybe not as good as everyone thought. Maybe he hasn't turned the corner this year. I think he, he has. I mean, Seahawks defense is very bad. That needs to be stated, yes. you know, as well. But even beyond that, I mean, he looked good. He he looked very good. You know, the, the offense was clicking. You know, this final score is kind of, you know, a bit of a Seahawks rally at the end a little bit. I mean, digs, you know, over 100 yards. He's spreading the ball around to, uh, like, what is this, eight different guys. He looked very nice. And I, it was good to see because I was starting to, you know, waver in my faith a little bit. Like, here's here's a little split of Josh Allen. This is why, like, before this game, why Bills fans, like, were getting so mad when people, when Josh Allen was not included in MVP talks uh, through eight who, weeks. Who wasn't including him in those talks? Was it was A it lot you? of people because of this. On Twitter? No, just Fighting with Bills fans? Okay. No, I don't do that anymore. I mean, I didn't even fight. I, I made one comment about how he's inaccurate his inaccuracy has held him back like that needs to be a big step which is very valid and bill's mafia holy came out swinging at me you um son and, like, of I even, a bitch yeah, i didn't even <laughs> tag him yeah, was, like, chris, chris farley folgers um i didn't even like tag anything it was just they literally just like that's what bill's mafia does they just search in twitter i mean what Josh would you Allen. do if you lived in buffalo You'd search Josh <laughs> Allen on Twitter while like, eating my, my my wings and jumping on tables. That's yeah. all I do. Um, so Josh Allen weeks one through four, one hundred five of one forty eight for seventy point nine completion percentage for thirteen hundred and twenty six yards, nine average uh, per attempt, twelve touchdowns, one interception for a one twenty two point seven QB uh, quarterback rating and an eighty nine point one QBR. So keep in mind that was against. Uh, Hang on. Uh, let me just pull up their schedule. So those four those four weeks I'm ready. were against the the Jets, the Dolphins, the Rams, the Raiders. So this was before I mean this is the Dolphins before they've kind of found their way defensively. Yeah, the Dolphins are but, were okay. But at even this that, point, and also you but... can say about the Rams too, because the Rams mm. were kind of they, you know, but two of either those way. four are very bad defenses. Yeah, and the then other two you weeks, can have a conversation about. Weeks five through eight, he went 81 of 129 for 62.8 completion percentage, so 8 percentage points less for 846 yards only, 500 yards less for 6.6 yards per attempt, uh, two and a half yards, four touchdowns, four interceptions for a QB quarterback rating of 79.2 for a QBR of 68.7. And that, again, was against the Titans, Chiefs, Jets, and Patriots. So, tale of two halves for him. Um, so it, it's it's fair to criticize and be, to be cautious about it. He did exactly what he needed to do, though, against the Seahawks. They're a very bad defense, and he showed out in the first half. Like that was unbelievable. It was a great game for him. Mm-hmm. So you know he just continues to be a roller coaster, in my opinion. And uh, I would be excited to have him. Like I think he's a very exciting player to have on your franchise. He's an exciting just, player to have. Oh, he can he can develop. So yeah. Yeah. And, and I think he has taken a step. I don't know if he's taken the yeah. next step where he's, you know, an elite quarterback, but he's taken a significant right step from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And on the other so side it, of the ball. It's, oof. you know, it's going to be, it's a, it's trouble because like Russell Wilson's put up 34 points, you know, that, that should be enough. 
it should it's, be it's, enough. It's like but, Dak I mean, you know, it's he, it, any any Russell don't... Wilson multi interception game. You have to take a step back and go, okay, this doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Well, and also he was sacked five times, so you mm-hmm. know, under duress the entire game. I mean, credit credit to the Bills. They they came after him. They hit him eleven times. Um, I mean. Yeah. that's what you have to do against Russell. That's you have the to, only thing to do, especially yeah. when they don't have a run game that you really have to respect. Which yeah, they and did. that was interesting because they didn't. I was I was confu- kind of shocked they went away from it so early. Like I know they were down in a hole a little bit, twenty four ten at half, but it just seemed like they abandoned it so much. And like, that's why I think they, you know, two interceptions make sense because he threw the ball 41 times and they only ran it, you know, 17 with, you know, only two of those being Russell, but I, I don't know. I think I thought DJ Dallas did well, his first outing when he had to step up. Um, and you know, 4.4 is not a bad average at all by any means. And it just seems a little like they got away from it a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, 41 is a lot, but it's not significantly more than, you know, he's been throwing it this no. year. I mean, he's been throwing no, I, it. I, I'm but, just saying, it it made, it made their offense very one-dimensional, and, like, it's just predictable that way. You can, you know, you're able to drop more in coverage. You're not having to worry about stopping the run because they're not running the ball. Um, they can okay. kind of... You want, you want a stack? I just pulled it up. Yeah. It, it supports what you're saying. So he's thrown 40 or less times in every single win this year and more than 40 times in both losses. There you go. And that tells you everything so, you need to know. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's just, I, I, I'm all for letting Russell Wilson, you know, let him, let him go. Like, let him be what he actually the word is. The you're looking like, for is cook. No, I don't. I don't get that. Why was it ever let Russell cook? He's never. He never has that as a nickname. You, He's never had like the you chef. You made a career cook. of being the chef in beer pong in college. You of all people should understand. No, but what I'm saying cooking is cooking like, metaphor. Be, it should be like let Dalvin cook. Like that makes sense because he actually is called no, the chef. No, that's that's lame. That's it's his actual last <laughs> name. That's dumb. There's just that, no that makes too much sense. And and there was a reason in Pong is because what like Steph Curry like that's why I'm just well maybe Steph Curry maybe jersey. Russell like, Wilson likes Steph Curry who, who you don't know maybe he just maybe he just likes Curry dishes I don't know yeah exactly uh, all right yeah well, you're making a lot just, of assumptions here that I, I just I don't, don't know understand if... why that was a thing whoever made that but still I'm glad that they're letting him do they, they're letting him do that Cook. but. <laughs> be be more balanced still. Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I think that that balance don't work. Yeah, I, I think you're right, but I think that that was just not a, a product of split, but like a 35-65, you know, yeah. or a something. Have some bit. Well, it's just a product of their top two running backs being injured and them going into yeah, a hole. Yeah, but DJ early. Dallas did well the week before. I'm pretty sure he did all right. Like, he had over a hundred yards, I think. I don't know. I mean, he's fine, but. I mean, when you're down in a football game against a high-powered offense like the Bills, too, like they've been for a good chunk of this year, you kind of lose that option. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and they know their defense a, can't stop them. So now it's like we got to right. we gotta just hope something crazy happens and try and score as many touchdowns as we can. Yeah. I still think the Seahawks are, you know, are good. I mean, Russell Wilson's obviously one of the best in the league. Pete Carroll, I think, is one of the better coaches in the league. 
Um, they is if they just need to figure out that defense a little bit. I mean, like look what the Vikings have done. Like I was expecting the seen... defense to be a lot better in this game with uh, Jamal Adams coming back and uh, yeah. Who, who did they acquire in in uh, a trade recently? Dunlap. Right before the deadline? Carlos Dunlap. Dunlap. Yeah. yeah. So it's like between those two things. I mean, I'm not expecting them to be like an elite unit, but I was expecting them to be better than this. I don't know. I guess they're this is just who they are. Yeah, I mean, Dunlap got a sack right away in his first game for him. It's five tackles, three yeah. of them for loss. Like, he had a very good game. Um, Jamal Adams got one and a half sacks. Um, it, I think it's just Jamal hasn't played with this defense a whole lot. Uh, there might be a chemistry issues there. Um, but outside of Bobby Wagner, that's kind of what they have for, like, solid, solid players on the defense. Everyone else is just kind of, like, okay or bright in moments, but... Mm-hmm. not consistent yeah and i i just i don't know it, it's hard because like i think both these teams are gonna be playoff teams yeah. i don't think this is a bad loss either way if either side lost this i don't think you look bad on their record or on no. the schedule um both are very good teams i think yeah i agree but it was a good game um all right another one about two teams that i don't think i i'm not concerned but they won't make the playoffs either uh that of course was sunday night uh saints oh yes let's dig in so i'd like to you to temper a little (laughs) bit because let's not forget a couple weeks ago with your packers getting shellacked by the bucks tampa bay is officially going six and ten this year (laughs) oh my god calling that shot right right now all credibility no well okay so in all seriousness, okay, I may have used the word washed in all caps yeah. or spelled out letter by letter in a group chat too many times. Uh, some yep. would argue that's any times. I, I don't know if I agree with that. But yep. I don't think that Tom Brady – I'm not going to put the podcast washed label on him quite yet. Just just, just group chat one? Yeah. No, the group chat labels, you can throw those around. Those, those don't matter. You know, that's... <laughs> okay. That, but this is this is official, and I'm not doing it yet, but holy shit, did he look bad here. Yeah. I mean... That's that's my know, concession it, to you. I, I, the label stayed in the pocket, but it's in there, and it's going to come out if he doesn't... Let's see, who do they have, to, who do they have this coming week? They got... Uh, uh, Panthers. Interesting. Panthers. Okay, if he looks like shit against the Panthers, he's washed. So, you heard it here first. I just, I just don't <laughs> recall you saying Aaron Rodgers was washed after his. They scored ten points. First half. That's more than three points. So. Yeah, but his. And I'd say line, the Bucks' defense is a lot better than the uh, Saints' defense. Could, but I you, guess you could say you could say Aaron Rodgers got benched. I. I prefer to think of it as uh, as boil time. He was benched. He was benched. It was boil time. (laughs) But I just, I I think that this is, you know, every team, you look back at like Super Bowl teams, this this was a what the fuck loss. Yeah, they have, every every Mm -hmm. good team or great team has has that. I I was thinking. Too good of a team, like mm -hmm. everyone, they haven't had one of these losses yet. I mean, yes, the Bears was, that was a defensive game, I think, and I think you know that that was an ugly that was an ugly win for the Bears, mm-hmm. and it's just a close loss. Well, but like this one, could remember you know what like there was, it was maybe they don't lose that game, but they got they got jumped on very early against the Saints. Credit to the Saints' defensive game plan, offensive game plan. I mean they they had a great 
game plan coming in this game. And I just think the Bucks got got hit in the mouth right away, and they were mm-hmm. stumbling the entire time. And they just the Saints didn't let up. Kudos to them for that. Um, yeah, the, the, I mean, like I said, so, so what the fuck loss? Where you know, even it, like they could have lost this game by a, you know a respectable margin, and I don't think anyone would have you know been shocked by that. The Saints are not yeah. you know a slouch of a team, but this was an ass kicking. And I think you know I, I was thinking. Um, while watching this game, you know, when it was clear that it was just so far out of reach. And I was like, mm. that is what made, you know, like the, the 18 and 0, or the, the 16 and 0, I guess, and then the 19 and 0, uh, we're going for Patriots. That was what made them just mind boggling because they never had one of these, you know, yeah, like, well, and then that, they lost in the biggest game. Yeah. No, no, no. I know, but just talking their regular season, they're 16 and 0. And, right. you know, everybody has one of these. I mean, you know, you could say that the Packers and Bucks was this for the Packers, or even the Vikings fucking game. You know, like there's, it, it's yeah. so rare to get through a season without a game where you just go, "What the hell happened?" Yeah. And I think the Bucks, you know, got out coached. I think it's all Antonio Brown's fault for ruining the team chemistry. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> Immediately tanking the whole franchise. <laughs> His first game, he wasn't. He was kind of involved. He wasn't super involved. I mean, no one was super involved because they didn't do anything no. on offense. Yeah, they just couldn't sustain drives. And, you know, this the Saints hit Tom, you know, nine times. They sacked him three. Um, he never really had that many clean pockets. Um, so And, like, that's the thing you don't do against either of these quarterbacks. They say, you know, don't blitz them because they'll just pick you apart. You have to win, then. If you're not going to do that, you have to win your front four. And they did. I mean, the Saints came. And I I don't want to take credit for this, but I think the Saints, you know, owe the Packers beer by showing how not to attack the Bucks' defense with long developing plays. I mean, Breeze was catching it from the shotgun and getting rid of it in a couple yeah. seconds, the whole game, and it worked. That yeah. you could tell the whole game around. plan was was to neutralize that pass rush. Well, and you could tell that the. The Bucks were really set on stopping Kamara, and like he was not a factor in the passing game. Yes, he had four yards or for four four point four average on the on the on the ground, but that's that's pretty typical what he normally does. But like mm-hmm. his passing game is where it kills you. Five catches for nine yards. I mean, like that's for a long of nine. Everything else, nothing. So I mean, like that's kudos to them. Like that's what their game plan was. Yeah. The problem is Breeze just spread it around any open guy. And, you know, a lot of guys stepped up. around and, and to the credit of, you know, I know you don't like giving Sean Payton credit for stuff, but the credit of, you know, the Saints coaching staff, quarterback play, whatever you want to call it, this was a big, wow, they just didn't take their foot off the gas at all kind of win. I mean, I guess in the yeah. second half they only got seven points, but you can tell they weren't just, you know, running into a brick wall over and over and hoping the game would end soon. I mean, they yeah. kept this shit up. I mean, when they're up thirty, when they're up thirty-one to zero at half, mm-hmm. like they don't really have to do anything. <laughs> like, no, but it was a good solid. You know, like it, it was a good solid foot on the throat. Just don't let them back up, kind of game. Yeah, and and I will say, you know, early on in the game, the Bucks had chances. Like there were a couple ones where he, where Brady would throw it and. And his receiver just didn't come down with the ball. Like there was that one in the end zone for Gronk where it just it just hit him and he mm-hmm. does he like got on him early or I think I mean, came it, on was, too fast. it was tight coverage too. Yeah, it was they tight didn't, coverage, they didn't but that's break a catch it up, that Gronk but... makes 
should make like every time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, that, that's a touchdown right there. Like there are a lot of things early on that you could like, cause there's no way that a team as good as them gets in that hole massively without obviously them shooting themselves in the foot. Like they did, um, you know, they just, it was a sloppy game for them and it's going to see how they play next week. That's going to determine how they do. I think. Yeah, and you also can't uh, discount the Jameis Winston revenge game narrative. Oh one of one for 12. Not too shabby. Yeah. 100% yeah, completion rate. Yeah, he, he can actually see 2020 vision now. <laughs> That's something. Three less interceptions than Tom Brady. You know, just Jameis. I, I will say I'm very worried because after the game, he was eating W's. Name one time that's, that's gone good. poorly for him. <laughs> uh, name name two name two times. Oh, uh, well, here comes number two. <laughs> um, so that if something happens with the Saints, don't that might be where it's come came from. Um, all right, I'm sure there'll be uh, the Saints are going to be fine. Oh boy, here we go. I've the never done that to an uh, NFC South team, so you know. Oh, this this the fines are coming. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go into week. Look at look ahead to week ten. Um, uh, your game is a quite a snoozer, unless the Jake Luton show comes to town. Dude, uh, I don't know. I mean, Luton free. He's uh, I, I mean he he played decent, you know, like last week. He yeah, wasn't no, he, as yeah. bad as he could have been. So that's good. No. I'm worried uh, about yes. uh, Jair. Probably still going to be in the concussion protocol it's looking like right now, which isn't Ooh. great. Yeah. Kevin King has played his three games of the season too. So he's just going to sit for the rest of, uh, his entire life. <laughs> he's the new Sam Shields. Yeah. He just gets a hamstring and he just hangs out for like nine games every year. Nice. Um, yeah. but yeah, of course we're talking about the Jags at Lambeau. Uh, the line right now is green Bay's 13 and a half point favorites oh, wow. over under. Fifty-one. Uh, yeah. See, I I was gonna make this uh, my my game I pick of the week and like a thing I do at my work, and I then I thought to myself, I'm like, no, I keep picking <laughs> people. I picked the Steelers last week and had to deal with that bullshit going on. Like, I keep picking heavy, heavy favorites. Do it. And... Pick them. Pick them. Pick no, em, Kevin. No, I didn't do, do it. it. No. Do it. You can't. It's, and I don't. And I hate picking them too because then it just like doubles all my stress. But hopefully, this is another one of those, like, oh, man, there's not really a way to win this game. We just can't lose it. <laughs> so, who knows? We'll see. And something I didn't mention in the game last week, Aaron Jones is still awesome. I thoroughly enjoy watching him play football. Yeah. Yeah, that's good that's see, And it's nice good to see him time. back, too, and he kind of got probably a little bit more time than he absolutely needed to heal up, and so... I'm liking that trend still, you know, with the way that the coaches are, you know, LaFleur is keeping guys out and being safe with them. And you could tell he looked 100%. So. All right. I have to, I have to ask you mm-hmm. because I've seen this now a couple times or a handful of times on Twitter, like this week oh, and whatnot. Um, do, do you, do you have, do you, and do you think there's a debate between who's the better running back between Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones right now? No. Having seen Dalvin Cook, I think Aaron Jones 
is a better receiving back, but I don't think that the difference he, is significant but he, he averages enough. He averages less, like, per yards, per reception. And like yeah, all, like but he, he makes, more, volume, he but makes like, more impressive catches. I don't think I've ever seen Dalvin wow. make a really impressive down-the-field catch. He doesn't work on screens. That, and where I think Dalvin separates himself from, you know, above-average running backs you know, and he becomes a great running back is his vision and, you know, his kind of decisiveness with that vision. I mean, he's really, really good. I think Aaron Jones is, I think Aaron Jones like, is very really good. good. Well. I think he's doing great. I think we should resign him. I think that he's, you know, head and shoulders above anyone we've had for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like, you know, that he can be used in the receiving game since we don't have more than one fucking receiver and ever you know, will. Nope, never. Um, but yeah, so as long I, as Aaron's there, I won't take it away Rob. from from Aaron Jones. And I think some people also might get it twisted because, like, you know, if you're playing like PPR fantasy football, maybe Aaron right. Jones, you know, has a better week than than <laughs> Delvin. Anymore. Sometimes Delvin's on a roll right now. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah, I think Aaron Jones is really good. Delvin is excellent. That's how okay. I'm going to phrase like, it. Because like, because I I always say like. Like, both running backs are obviously, like, I, th- I think Aaron Jones is definitely, like, an RB1. Like, he's a very I, good here's, starting here's, running back. He's here's very my good. analogy. Here's my analogy. Dalvin Cook is Devontae <laughs> Adams, and Aaron Jones is Adam Thielen. How about that? I don't like that analogy. <laughs> because, like, I don't that know. That helps I, both I of think... us. That's that's a fair analogy. I know, I know but, like, I, I just think, like, because, you know, there's a – I think the only argument – like Dalvin is up there, you argue that like he's like the best running back in the league. Like there's arguments there. Aaron Jones, I don't think you have that yet, and I don't know. I don't know if you will. But I think I don't, that Aaron I, I just, Jones, it doesn't like big picture get the respect he probably should. A lot of people were saying last season, you know, was an anomaly, and he wouldn't put up those kind of numbers in production again. He's doing it again. And so I think that big picture, he doesn't get as much respect as he maybe should. But then some people that are paying attention take that a little bit too far and say that he is he is not quite in the Delvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, probably uh, Saquon when he's healthy, CMC. He's not he's not quite in that role yet, but he's really good. Right. And I feel like the I don't know I feel like the Devonte Thielen comp is is fairly accurate. Yeah. All right. Um. Other games. Uh, obviously, the Vikings at the Bears. Uh, Monday night. This is a big one. We have two teams that are trending in opposite directions. Uh, the Bears, of course, have lost three straight. Vikings have won two straight. Um, we historically don't play well at Soldier Field. Um, Can I just say I'm I'm so mad at Tom Brady again. Not to get sidetracked, but if he could just remember what fucking down it was, the Bears would have been four and four after eight weeks. And my prediction in like week three that I put in our group chat would have been spot on. And now I can't <laughs> I can't gloat because now they're five and four. They lost three in a row. Like, well, hope, hopefully they'll be five and five. Um, yeah, good lord willing. So Minnesota's favored as in a way. Um, Two and a half points, and the over/under is forty-four and a half. Uh, that is weird that they're favored. It's interesting because it's interesting. I, I Vegas is really taking said. into account like 
teams trending, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I agree with the trends that you laid out. I just still don't know if at home I would I, – I, if anything, I'd say it's it's two points bears, you know, just because they're at home kind of thing. And just kind of yeah. see what happens. That would be a safe line if, if I was setting it. Well, that's I'm curious that's to what, see I, what that's Cook... what I think it's it's saying. Like there, mm-hmm. I would think that like by default, it's always like home team gets favored those two and a half. Yeah. So I like I'm wondering if like they're really favor if they're favoring us like five points. Yeah. Well, I mean um, that's that's kind of the the math the way it works out. I'm I'm just curious right. to see if Cook can keep kind of his uh, his his stuff rolling this week because I have Bears I have a are a better defense. This is going to be. Uh, I have a feeling that the Bears aren't going to let Cook get to 200 again. This um, this may uh, this may be one of those. What's the over under on this one set at? 44 and a half, so not yeah, much. Yeah, so that 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 makes sense because I'm not saying he's going to be completely contained or anything like that, but it's going to yeah. be a bit harder than it's been the past couple of weeks. And I'm I'm kind of terrified. I mean, they have Nick Foles, and the last time the Vikings played Nick Foles, it didn't go well. So, uh Tell There's me that. that story. I love no, that story. I don't want to. <laughs> no. I'll that tell you was that the story. game where I didn't me. say a word the entire game. I'll I'll tell you that story if you tell me the uh the 49ers, the Falcons, the You're Seahawks. not gonna go with the NFC championship? There we go. Yeah, I was gonna say. But, I mean, well 49ers and the I'll Falcons tell you the story of he who must not be named. But those were also NFC championship games. I'm saying those are more likely because those ones you got like killed in too. Yeah, I just have fond memories because I I was very superstitious for that Nick Foles game, and it worked in spades. So oh. really, I, I've never tried it again. I feel like I should. Mm. I just I didn't speak for the three hours. People tried to talk to me, and I just went Mm-mm, and just like left because mm. I talked a lot of shit right before the certain miracle in a certain Minneapolis, and wasn't going to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know how this game's going to be. If the offense continues what it's doing, is being as efficient as as all heck. I mean, right now they are. I found this thing. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings offense ranks first in the NFL in yards per play at six point five, first in passing yards per attempt eight point nine, and net yards per attempt seven point nine. So meaning it's like not we're not like dumping it off and he's running for eight yards. Um, and first in rushing yards per carry, 5.5. I mean, that's really efficient. Like, <laughs> it's really weird to see or to know, but I'll take it. Yeah, um, and, and by all accounts, I think this should be a pretty decent game overall, you know? Yeah, I hope so. As opposed to some of the other ones. I, I'm just looking back at Monday Night Football, and so you want to know the last time there was a Monday Night Football game that didn't have an NFC East team or the Bears? Yes. Week 5. Jesus. Since then, it was Cowboys, Bears, Giants, and oh no, I guess okay, Patriots, Jets, but the Jets are an NFC East team, so no, oh. well, yeah, it's so, um, but, but this one should be good. I, I I'm very curious to see what happens. I hope you guys tie. <laughs> I hope not. So <laughs> the uh, um just one thing, I, funny thing I saw, uh, Kyler Murray has added more than twice as many EPA, which is um, expected points uh, added. So, like, you know, that takes into account uh, the down and distance, the result, the yard, the field of position, you know, how many points they add. It's kind of like war in um, baseball, like wins above replacement. So it's yeah. like 
how much they add or how many points they add to that the advanced team. analytics. Yeah. yeah. Um, on his, he has twice as many EPA on his scrambles, 22.18. So that's just him running the ball. Then Nick mm-hmm. Foles has on his throws, 10.29. <laughs> that doesn't even include the sacks that Foles has taken. If so these are just the throws that, that were actually attempted. The Kyler Murray has much more talent. And athleticism and dynamic ability and legs, the Nick Foles. He only has two thirds the legs that Nick Foles has. Like that doesn't even make now, sense. What I'm what I'm arguing is that Kyler Murray could be a quarterback in the NFL and theoretically not have any arms and ever attempt a running like a pass and just run the ball and he'd have a higher. He's gonna like PA hike it really hard and like Nick wedge Foles. it in his face mask. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like he cannot physically throw a football. Yeah. He would have more EPA, like higher EPA than Nick Foles. That's just incredible. Like I, I, I want Mitch back. I want to see Mitch. It's I, I selfish. It's kind of like a watch the world burn kind of thing. I have I to just, worry about Mitch running if I, if he's playing. Yeah. Well, it's like Mitch, I said it weeks ago. I'll say it again. Mitch wants it more. I don't think well, Nick absolutely. actually gives a shit. Nah, he got a Super Bowl. He's yeah, fine. Yeah, like he's just hanging out, like throwing the ball, and like Matt Nagy's like being stupid. He's made a lot of like, money. Yeah, he like he like got into the game and saw that like Matt Nagy's an idiot and was like, ah, well, fuck it, whatever. I'm still getting paid, and he just doesn't care. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For my for the last game, I want to highlight. I mean, there's a couple of good ones. Um. Honorable mention: Chargers at Dolphins. That could actually Chargers be interesting Dolphins, to see Tua, Herbert and Tua. That could be like the first uh, bowl. Yeah. Uh, it should be Chargers Seahawks. Raiders, actually. It's just the, yeah. the first goal. Oh. Seahawks. That was last week. Um, yeah. It was Seahawks first Rams. Seahawks uh, Rams should be interesting. Both teams really need a win, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one I, want, I think I want to look at, Bills Cardinals, um, this one should be very good. Um, I, I'm i very interested to see how Kyler does, you know, against this defense um seeing what the bills did to russell last week um i i have a feeling because i i had my you know some some soft skepticism about kyler and the cardinals going into last yeah. week against a you know dolphins defense that by all accounts is a lot better than i think a lot of people give them credit for mm-hmm. and they kind of kicked their asses you know more or less and so i i if i had to put money on this i'd say this is going to be a very high scoring game i think so too um, Colts Titans, honorable mention that's, that's today. If you're listening to this on when this gets posted, uh, I don't know. I, this AFC South is weird still. I, I, I mean, I'm, I, I definitely probably the best team. Yeah. I, I, I definitely Colts put are, money on the Titans if I had to Phillip rivers. We're not going to do segments, but Holy crap. Performance of the week. Phil rivers trying to tackle a guy after stripping the ball away from Jonathan Taylor. Did you see this? Uh, no, I don't think so. So, so Jonathan Taylor's like running kind of along the sideline, gets the ball, oh. just like torn oh, out of yeah, his yeah, arms. Yeah. Guys yeah, yeah, returning yeah. it back down the field, you know, I, I don't, I think it's a Reach linebacker, so not like a super fast guy. Yeah. yeah. Phil gets out there, trips, falls onto the ground, like just flat on his ass and then like reaches up to try and like get him and doesn't, and like he just hops right over him and keeps going. And then he just like lays on the ground, like perfectly flat and like flails his arms. It just gets pissed. <laughs> it was, it was an all time bad look. So I, I, I just, I don't think Philip Rivers should be a football player anymore. I think, I think he needs to ride off into the sunset and have 30 more children. <laughs> Make his own football team. 
Make his own um, league. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to our midseason awards. Um, let's start off with the big one. MVP. So our midseason this MVP. Is, this is not how you do an awards show. You don't start with MVP. I want to start with that. We're going to do it. That's fine. What want to listen to. Fine. It's fine. Right. MVP. Um, we might have different ones. We'll find out. Um, I have some alternates in mind for some of these, so if you say a guy, then I'll kind of say a different right. guy. My MVP, um, as much as everyone would love for it to be Russell Wilson, I'm sorry, you cannot deny, it's Patrick Mahomes again. Like, I I just, like, he's on pace for 4,777 yards, 44 touchdowns, and two interceptions. Like, I mean... It's, it's not. It's, it's almost true, like not and it, it, like we we get numb to it. I feel like yeah, and like, or, like it's people a don't notice. He, like literally, I love that we can like sit there because like he he's like the perfect. Obviously, he's the perfect quarterback for many co- coaches. But like mm-hmm. Andy Reid, probably like him and just like just thinks of whatever he could possibly think of in his head, and it's like yeah, Patrick could probably do that, and he and, does. And then if it on the off chance it doesn't work and something has to happen off schedule, it doesn't matter. He's really good at that yeah. too. So yeah, and so he's he's my MVP pick. I know he didn't win a lot he's last so year. He's so good. Where, he ruined Clyde like, edwards helaire's career. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> month of November, he uh, sixty-one eighty-seven, seven hundred eighty-eight yards for nine point one average, nine touchdowns, zero picks, one hundred thirty. 2.7 code rec rating like he's just getting better as the yeah. months go on like i don't know it's i know he only won two years ago but when a guy throws 40 if he goes to 44 touchdowns in like less than five interceptions like i don't know how you don't give it to him 44 yeah it, it's so that he's predicted for 44 and two right yes that's, that's how he's on track he's, for he's, I, his first half numbers were uh 26 87 yards, 25 touchdowns, one interception, and he's ran for two on the ground. Now, I, I did see a sneaky stat today. Uh, he has five interception drops by defenses. Not to yeah. take anything away from necessarily, he's still a hell of a player, and he's still, you know, a very viable MVP, you know, front runner. But yeah. I, I would expect that number to go up a little bit more than two, you know? So, yeah, we'll I, I, you would think, you would think that's insanely low. Yeah, I mean that's phenomenal. That's, it, it, I think Aaron Rodgers will will track him down and kill him if he if he doesn't start throwing more interceptions. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of that's the most. Imp- thing. That's the most important thing in Aaron Rodgers' life. That's the most important thing, family in included. That's it, in my life, family yeah, included. Anyway, um, so my guy, you talked about earlier, uh, is Russell Wilson. Uh, never underestimate the power of a narrative. He yeah. has never gotten a single MVP vote, and I'm sure we're all fucking tired of hearing that, but it's true. And, I mean, he's putting up numbers. He's on track for, let's see, 56 touchdowns. 16 picks isn't great, but 56 touchdowns is insane. Um, you know, 5,082 yards. Yeah, the record. Um, and, he, I mean, he's putting on shows. He's had, you know, a couple – not as good games where he threw two and three interceptions, you know, in each of them still put up 34 <laughs> points on offense for the team. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a single game with less than two touchdowns. He, he, you know, he rarely, I don't think he has had a single game under 200 yards either. He's going off. And if you watch him, I mean, some of these throws just from like, Oh yeah, there's a kind of wow factor that it's hard to, to quantify, but just uncorks these moon balls to DK Metcalf, who I, 
I super regret not being in on DK Metcalf from the get go. Yeah, remember, when, remember when everyone was like, "Oh, his three cone drill, same time as Tom yeah. Brady." Yeah, who gives a <laughs> flying fuck about that? Yeah. So, but yeah, so I mean, Russell, he's he's cooking, you could say, and uh, he's he's my front runner at the moment, just because I expect Mahomes to kind of uh, some cracks, you know. In the I, I will facade. say, if they're close statistically at the end of the year. It will go to Russell, yeah, because narrative, narrative, yeah. Yep. But it, I, I'm I am going off of that. Russell will regress, like on the touchdowns will be less, and that interception number, like we said, will will get up over, you know, significantly higher than the homes. So I, I just think that you know they're they're going to differ too much on stats well, at mean, the end of the year. R- Russell also leads Mahomes in a very important category, which is uh, touchdowns per inch of height. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't think it's really fair. I mean, this man's sitting here at five eleven. He's trying his best. Yeah, he's you tra- college tra- Wisconsin. I hate best. seeing that. It's not. It's not. It's not accurate. Somebody's a fix ESPN. Mm. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go into offensive player of the year. Um, it's not a shock to me or to to me that I picked this, but probably not to you. I, uh, I know, Mister Mister Dalvin Cook. Um. This is an award because really the MVP should be called the best quarterback of the year award. Um, but offensive player of the year is basically there to give it to someone, the non-receiver, like yeah. yeah, receiver or running back that's most disturbing. And I, I mean, Dalvin Cook is in his start. He has his 12 touchdown rushing touchdowns through seven games are fourth most in NFL history. His he is the sixth running back and first since Emmett Smith in 1994 with a touchdown in each of his first seven games. He's the third running back in, in history with 225 yards slash two touchdowns, scrimmage yards in consecutive games. He currently ranks um, first in rushing yards, first in rushing touchdowns, first in rushing per gar- rushing per game. First in overall touchdowns, first in points scored, second in yards from scrimmage. Second in yards after contact. Yards from scrimmage, he trails Kamara, I think, by like eight yards. And rushing yards, he's only ahead by like 16 or something like that. But he has 38 fewer carries than Derrick Henry. Um, and obviously one less game. Um, he has more rushing yards. This is my last one. He has more rushing yards than the entire teams of the Bucks, Jets, Colts, Bengals, Lions, Jags, Dolphins, Bears, Red uh, Washington, sorry, and Texans. He's only played seven games still. So I just I, bl- I blacked out there for a second. What's <laughs> going on? It's a lot of stats, <laughs> but the dude has just been unbelievable. Obviously, um, he's been the model of consistency. Uh, you know, he's first in yards and fifth in attempts. So obviously, that average is very good. And touchdowns. If he keeps if he keeps it up, I'm close. Two pace, like he should have it in the bag, no problem. He's on pace for twenty four rushing touchdowns. So yeah, if he keeps really that good. pace, I don't know if there's anyone that can do anything about it. Um, no. My choice for this one, I had a I had a sneaking suspicion where you were going with yours. Uh, mine's Alvin Kamara, the He's, one guy that could possibly catch him. Yeah, the one guy that that could you know possibly Contention. catch him. Yeah. And you know Kamara does his damage both on the ground and through the air. 
I don't know if there's a more dynamic player in the league outside of CMC who has not seen the fucking field this whole season, basically. But um, yeah, put on the bench or put on the injury again. He's not on reserve though. Again, he's like no. Week he's just, I think they said. Yeah. But yeah, he's banged up. So Kamara is the you know the only super top tier dual threat kind of guy, and you know just watching some of his games this year, I don't know if there's someone else that's more elusive in the game you know kind of like the madden elusiveness rating and his balance and he he makes defenders stupid they just Dal- Dal- fall Dal- because more force missed tackles well like i said uh he's the he's the most elusive guy named alvin in the entire league okay. i don't think you can uh you know dispute that uh delvin has an alvin in his name that yeah but he's got that the the d uh d sound hillbilly <laughs> to Alvin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, either of the Alvins could get it, but uh, yeah, so I mean, Kamara's, Kamara's doing work, and something else you got to remember about Kamara Michael Thomas is out, Drew Brees is. Uh, well, Michael you know, Thomas is back. He played last week. Yeah, he played last week. He didn't do shit. Um, but he's been out. He led them in receiving. He's what? been out. Yeah, but it wasn't that much. He's been out for almost the entire season. Kamara's been there every single week, and you know, Drew Brees is on the uh, the washed watch so Kamara is the you know the meme of the bojack horseman meme of him on the boat and then it's being pulled by the semi-truck the semi-truck is alvin Kamara. i just like how everything you just said like literally the argument for dalvin doing more can like be said but like you guys I get have it. two it's, good receivers need, and a quarterback need, who loves his lord we, and savior you, jesus we need Christ, to have so. we need to have multiple multiple people here we can't just pick the same so that's good that you did that yeah I'm exactly yeah um and I right. have to look at Ty Montgomery's <laughs> face on the depth chart on the side of this stat thing. That's gross. I have an issue with each of these stat pages so far. All right. Um, defensive player of the year. A uh, couple couple major candidates. It's hard for def- defense because, like, especially for defensive rookie, because uh, defense has been pretty poopy this year. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Miles Garrett um, just because. Like, I don't know if they want to give Aaron Donald, like, just keep giving him Defensive Player of the Year. It's, it's not fair. You shouldn't do like, it. You should try something else. Yeah, and, like, Miles Garrett, he has the same amount of sacks. He has nine sacks, but he has four first fumbles, two fumble recoveries. I mean, he's he's been really, really good. Um, you know, if he continues that pace, and if he's similar to Aaron Donald, or obviously ahead of him, then he should get it. Considering Aaron Donald, I think, has won it, like, three times. I don't know. Two or three times. It seems like it's his award yeah. always. Yeah, but that's fair. That's and I mean, I, yeah, there is kind of with all these things, there is that factor of, and it goes both ways. Sometimes there's years where nobody stands out, and they give it to Peyton Manning, you know, like because he's Peyton yeah. Manning. Like I, I want to, like I think the Steelers are the best defense in the league, but like the problem is they're all like they're too much of like a unit. Like mm-hmm. they, there's no one guy that's like Minka Fitzpatrick's obviously be very good. T.J. Watt's very good. Um, you know, like all these guys like that they have are good. Yeah, and 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 you kind of no saw you, you you're kind of calling my shot here where I'm going with TJ Watt. Um, mm-hmm. he's had, you know, an excellent career. Another another guy that I doubted uh in the draft when he was in there cuz I was like, what what are the odds they made two of them? Well, they they kind of did. Uh he's got a pick, he he's got seven to go sacks. To the Packers, I think, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, he's he's having a great season, um, and he's part of you know that unit where it is a little bit hard to distinguish one specific guy, but they're you know an excellent defense that actually has to go up against you know everyone in their division is a somewhat high powered offense at this point. And they're still putting up mm-hmm. numbers. TJ's having a great season. Uh, JJ is wanting a trade or something, so he's definitely you know. Stock of TJ Watts going up. Buy TJ, sell JJ. Um, he's my guy right now. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go to Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I think there's really like. I mean, I wish there's a bunch. That, there's a bunch there's a bunch of candidates, but I know it's going to go to a quarterback because, again, unless a, a position player has an unbelievable year, like it's not going to go to them. Dread it, um, run from it. Jordan Love yeah. still arrives. Is he even dressed yet? Uh, they, they're selling his jersey, so I, I hope he's put it on at least once. <laughs> well, I hope he's their he's their first round pick. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, have the, to. it's not like the actual one they give him on the night, you know. That's... Well, I know, but I'm saying I would hope, hope they he would have a jersey. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he'll so get one someday. My, my offensive rookie of the year. I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert. Hmm. Um, I think he's done a fantastic job, even though the record doesn't say it. Like the Chargers are just cursed; like they just can't win a close game. I, I don't yeah. know what they did. I think mm-hmm. them leaving, them going to uh, leaving San Diego, pissed off the football gods. They must have because it, yeah, Boltman put a curse on them. Yeah, like he's he has seven t- seventeen touchdowns um, through the air, two on the ground, so nineteen total. Uh, five interceptions for 2,100 yards. I mean, I don't think he's had a game where he's thrown less than like um, three inter- three touchdowns. I think he's mm-hmm. just constantly does that. Oh, the last game was his first one against the that it would have been it would if he threw that final touchdown that would have given him at least three touchdowns in every game, which is insane. Um, but I I'm gonna give it over to him over Burrow just because I think he's doing more with what he's been getting like they, they just keep losing games he's, he's got to win definitely something. putting up more production and he, you know his numbers are suffering for the fact that he didn't even get the nod right at the start of the season you know he right he's got some time in there that he lost uh, my guy like you said joe burrow um lifelong Bengals fan that i am gotta go joe burrow <laughs> here uh he And I give it to, you know, I mean, he's putting up good stats and he, you know, he definitely seems to be the guy. I think, you know, he'll be, he'll be a franchise quarterback for them for, for quite a while. And, you know, the Mm -hmm. rapport with T Higgins is, looks, looks fun. Um, But I give it to him, not so much for his stats, but for a most improved jawline. I don't know what happened, but now that he's in the NFL, he's, he doesn't really look like Macaulay Culkin anymore. And that's, you can't really understate how important that is to not look like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, well, it looks like he got a little like he I don't know, like he grew, some baby, he grew out some baby fat. Yeah, the stubble helps. Yeah, um, his but, neck is like a little thicker. I don't even know what it is, but like there's something like he he looked like a child when he was you know at LSU. Well, his first his first LSU picture is really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it wasn't even until like, and it might have been his second one too, mm-hmm. his senior year. But obviously that year, like he looked fine. I thought you know, outside of that picture, but yeah, he looks better. <laughs> um, so I, I do think this award's going to come down to whatever team has the most wins, like between the Chargers and the Bengals. Like, yeah. I think their I production's going to be similar. 
and they're just going to give it to I uh, think that Herbert has had a couple uh, statement losses might not be the right word, but like, I guess Burrow's last game, I mean, they beat the Titans, you know, in pretty, you know, one-sided affair, or at least, you know, yeah. more, by more than a score, you know, held their own against a couple of their teams, but, you know, getting killed by Baltimore <laughs> really hurts you and stuff like that. So I think that Herbert, you know, I mean, he went out there and, was dueling Tom Brady the first start of his career. Like, yeah, I, the narrative I think works better in Herbert's direction. And if I'm being honest, I probably would have given it to him. But Burrow is the uh, the next guy on my list. Yeah, I mean Mahomes. He dueled Mahomes in his first. Oh sure. yeah, wait. I'm then he then he dueled Brady, right? I think. Yeah, I think he went Mahomes and then Brady. He just went through a gauntlet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did. Yep. Um. And he only lost by seven. Yeah. Um, he played well both games. I, I think both of them are obviously going to be very, very good quarterbacks. Um, there's a lot of really good young quarterbacks in the league. Uh, too late for Tua. I, he, he can't get in. He started too late, but that's fine. I think Tua is going to be good, too. I like having a lefty. Like, that's something you don't we don't see really ever i i, like, I, I don't i don't like it i don't like change <laughs> scares me right. i'm like why are you doing it that way son all right let's go to defensive player of the year or defensive rookie of the year um i'm gonna give mine to former gopher antoine winfield jr um this one's hard because there's only like a couple good ones out there i think and like like i said defense has been lacking this year but mm-hmm. antoine he's third on the team um one of the probably the one of the best, maybe the best defensive defense team in the NFC, I'll say. The Bucks. I think mm-hmm. that's, I would say that they are. Uh, he's third on the team in tackles there. He has the interception, um, made a cr- couple of crucial plays. He just, like, he doesn't, he translated what he did in college. And he just everywhere. Like, he has great, really, really good instincts. And so, like, he's just always around the ball. He seems to always make plays. Um, yeah, and he fits really in well in that, that system. I'm really annoyed that the Vikings didn't take him, but whatever. I mean, um, you guys don't need a safety. Well, no, it would have been like if we wanted to trade uh, Harris. Oh. Um, it was just a matter if they wanted to trade that or not. But they obviously mm-hmm. didn't, so that's why they didn't draft him. So I think he's going to be very good. Um, he plays like pretty much every single down, which is huge. So mm-hmm. that's fine. Yep. Uh, my guy's Patrick Queen, Baltimore Ravens linebacker. Uh, this one is uh, another one of those looking through the glass at what could have been. I remember people talking about picking him up potentially in the draft and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, linebacker, you could you could call it a need um, uh, for, a, yeah. for a football team to have. Uh, we don't really have that many good ones. And he would have been great. He's got you know two sacks, two forced fumbles, you know, thirty-eight tackles this year. He's been very or er, thirty-eight. Says he has fifty-two over on this one. That's weird. Fifty-two tackles. Um, you know, Probably he's, thirty-two he, like total or thirty-two like only tackles, but thirty-eight. So, oh yeah, no, yeah, thirty-eight solo tackles, fifty-two total. That's what it is. So, I mean. He's uh you know he he's having a great season. He's part of again this this awesome Ravens unit that again much like what I said about the Steelers has to go up against you know a couple real high powered offenses and so yeah would be nice. It would be real real nice. We're both just whimsically looking at these these rookies like oh man. I know like That'd be awesome. <laughs> it'd be nice to have these guys. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's. That's going to do it for our awards. Um, 
let's go into our updated playoff picks. So obviously we are, uh, for most teams, you know, eight, now nine games into the year. Um, we have a better, more clear picture here on who's going to make the playoffs, who's not, who's definitely not going to make the playoffs, and who has some chances. So, so did you go through with like a playoff machine and like yep. game out all the games? Okay, cause that's what I did too. Yeah, I didn't. Some, I, some of them like records aren't as precise, but the seating is what I wanted. So that's yeah, what I was like thinking. I'm not out here saying that because I'm sure like some of them will switch here and there, but I I, I right. like them because I, I did this at the beginning of the season and I ended up with like you know, three fifteen and one teams. Cause I was like, the chiefs are good. You yeah. know, and I just went through. I, always, I never, I never put the actual <laughs> records that much. Yeah. Like faith. Now, yeah. But, but the, like, but the seating is, is good. That's what I basically look for. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just go through AFC first. Um, okay. you want, you want to start and just give your kind of one. Yeah. Seven? So, so my, I'll, I'll do the four division winners first okay. and their in their, in their order of seeds. Okay. So I have uh number one seed. I have the Chiefs, obviously not winning the, <laughs> the AFC West. Well, you could make an argument over the Steelers, but no. Yeah, Steelers great. Steelers are my number two seed, winning the AFC North. Um it's hard to not see them being up there uh, with mm-hmm. starting eight no. Um three it's I hard have to not win your division when you start eight no. Yeah. Right. Uh three is the Bills. Uh, I winning obviously the AFC East, but that's not as locked anymore as we would think, mm-hmm. but they're still my number three. And then I have the Titans winning the AFC South at my number four. I have almost the same exact thing. I go chief Steelers and then I flip the Titans and the bills. I think that yeah. uh, winter is Derrick Henry season and people get tired and he just steamrolls motherfuckers. So that's where okay. that's coming from. All right. And my three wildcard teams, I have the – at five, I have the Ravens. I do think they kind of figure some things out. I mean, they're six and two, so I definitely think I see them getting, you know, maybe at least going maybe five and – what is it, two? No, yeah. five and three in their next. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, their schedule looks pretty good. Uh, six, here's where I have a little, little fun. Little six, razzle, I have the Dolphins. I got the Dolphins at my sixth seed, mm-hmm. and seven wrapping it up. I have the Colts. I, uh, so, you know, I think their defense yeah. kind of carries them in there. Um, sorry, so Browns. I, uh, I'm sorry. I have almost the same thing again. Go Ravens at five, uh, Dolphins at six, and then Browns. I think sneak in at seven. I just, I just didn't like Odell being gone. I mean, I know that there's some guys that could kind of. Hot Pop take. Up. I mean, no. Baker better without Odell? Question mark. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I guess they do get Chubb back. They get him back either not maybe not this week, but for sure I think next week. Um, I I was really flip flopping between the Browns and the, the the Browns and the Colts. And the Colts. And the the thing about it is though is that the Colts schedule they play like you know they they got one of those schedules where they play six or seven for you know I mean not. They, impossible but like division games at the end of the season yeah so that's really gonna you know matter yeah, i mean they've, the they've only played one division game yeah and, so, and, and that division game or that division in general fucking crapshoot all the time i can't ever tell who's gonna win those games you know yeah like I, jacksonville and tennessee sure. which i would put as the one and the four tentatively in that division easily go the other way 
Yeah. And like, it is interesting that they did lose week one to Jacksonville. Um, Mm -hmm. that's Jacksonville's only win still, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, I don't know. I think that they, looking at their schedule, like they have the Titans. Obviously they have the Packers, Titans again, Texans, Raiders, Texans, Steelers, Jags. So I would say their favor, like I like them winning and their last like six games. I like them winning five of those. So I, mm-hmm. I think they just kind of come in hot, um, carried by the defense. It's all going to be dependent on how much how Phil plays, really. But Yeah, it's fair. Um, all right, let's go to NFC. Uh, my NFC, I have number one seed. I have the Saints. Um, I'm basically the, the just moving them up one spot. I think I had them as my two seed before, but I have them winning the NFC South. I think if they, with Thomas getting back, Breeze, you know, they're able to work with what they have and their defense is starting to play a little bit better. I mean, they're five, won five games in a row. They're hot. Um, they're my one seed. Two seed, I have the Packers winning the North. Um, hey, look at that. <laughs> All right. It's, it's schedule. Um, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We play you <laughs> twice. So let's, uh, let's just calm down with the schedule. No, talk. I'm saying remaining schedule. Remaining, remaining schedule. We played the Jag. Shut up. Yeah, Go it's on. Really easy. Um, the Seahawks, and this is mainly because the NFC West, I think, kind of eats themselves a little bit. Yeah. Um, three, I have the Seahawks. I do think they win the NFC West. Um, I got to go with Russell over Kyler. Sorry. Even though Kyler won round one, I think there's going to be fine. And then and four, uh, the Eagles. Um, lol. <laughs> they're, they're the least shitty team, I guess. I don't know. Um, I, I also had them at four and with a final total of six, nine, and one. Yeah, I think that's what I had too. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Uh, five, I have the Bucks. Um, I think they're going to be very, I think they finish like, even if not uh, like a game behind. Like, I think they have a very good record going in. Yeah. Um, six, I have the Cardinals. I see them beating out the Rams. Um, but then at seven, I had to do it. This might do me, but I have the Vikings getting in at seven. So advantage of that. I I have the exact same teams. Oh, my I guess, one, two, I guess and three. I just went through my, I just went through my entire Yeah. But yeah. I, I have the same teams as you, except for one, two, and three are jumbled. Mine goes uh, Seahawks. Um, cause I think that, I mean, they've already played the Cardinals once. So that's only, you know, hypothetically one more loss. And I don't think the Rams are that great. And I, this, the Niners are just crippled. So, you know, that they kind of rise to the top of that division. Two, I have the Saints. I think that that win against the Bucks is going to be huge for their overall thing. I don't see them finishing that far apart, but they will, you know, edge to the top of the division based off of that. Then the Packers. And then I go, you know, Eagles, ha, uh, Bucks, Cardinals, and Vikings, just like you did. Nine wow. and seven. And you guys get a playoff game against the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Everyone How do you feel loves about that? that one. Yeah. Well, ever I know Saints fans don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking. I saw that earlier over Saints fans are like, no, I don't want to play the people in purple again. Like, no. <laughs> Let them go. That's away. what they get. That's what they get for, for Bounty Gate. It's just but 
the to be fair, that also means the Packers have to play the Cardinals, and we would super lose that game. Kyler Murray would just kill us. So, I don't know. I'm not looking super optimistic at this point, but hey, at least the Bears don't make it. I had you guys both go a 9-7, but I think there were some tiebreakers in there. The way I I like it, because the way I have, I think we actually go, um, I think we go 10-6. I I, I think we beat, uh, so I'm guessing you have us losing to the Saints and Bucks probably I believe so. I don't have yeah I don't have it but yeah I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. it was I mean we have a really great stretch coming up uh that lead into the Bucks game where we very well there's a a, a chance well we'll probably be favored in every game from those up till mm-hmm. the Bucks where we could be 7 and 5 and then obviously anything happens you know in those final four games but yeah I th- I have it I had us going I think 10 and 6 I think we win either the Bucks or the Saints one of them uh, um, obviously both games are crazy, but, um, that's obviously a long ways away. Not actually not that long, but we, I have it set up where like the Vikings go to Lambeau to play you guys. And then the Cardinals go to Seattle to play them. And the Bucks, obviously the Eagles, but then the Bucks would then, oh, I guess it depends on who would win, but it had a potential where they could have like, like Division, division rivals, games. yeah. All play. Well, yeah. See, that's kind of what I like about the seventeen thing. When I was gaming it out, I was like, "Oh man, there are just way more division, you know, on division games where that wasn't yeah. as much of a thing before. There were only, you know, a maximum of a couple." Well, and who knows? Also, like if multiple, if games like enough games get canceled or from this point on, or like postponed or whatever. We're going to expand to 16 teams. I mean, so there could be an eighth. Like, mm-hmm. that. it just could be chaos. I mean, I don't know. I think My the schedule... seeds would be the Bears and the Chargers. Oh, let's go. Yeah. It's it's crazy that our... Um, like, if the NFL games are so... I mean, they go one way or the other, obviously, but like it's it, it matters so much. Like we are two points from being five and three with an incredibly great stretch of games coming up. Like that's tough. It's a shame you, know, you guys it, it, lost all those games at the beginning. You really shouldn't have done that. Literally, just two <laughs> stops or like two two plays are separating it's a shame us from Gaskowski being. Shame kicked all those field goals. I, I mean, Dude, that's so annoying. He went six <laughs> of six on kicks, and like he's been that's, garbage the rest yeah, of the year. You look, yeah, every other game he's been terrible. He's inside. And I'm like, what in the world? He's, well, he's, he's an been inside ins- kicker now. No, he's not. He is. It, he, he plays he outside. Is. Well, no, yeah, he plays and he, outside. Yeah, and he plays like crap. <laughs> like didn't for years. Zip. Yeah, but then the planets know. aligned kickers and no, kickers shot stupid. him with magic kicker energy, and now he's an inside kicker. I hate it. Kickers are dumb. But See, that, that's right. why they betray you because you, you no. keep bad mouthing them. Yeah, <laughs> not Dan Bailey's only attempted eight kicks this year, eight field goals. <laughs> Damn. Because we just when we score like when we have the ball, it's we either nothing. yeah we just score a touchdown. We don't kick field goals. Um. All right, that's gonna do it. I think we're gonna cap it there. I was a little longer than we anticipated, but that's fine. Um, I, I no longer think that the, uh, the Cowboys are going to be in the Super Bowl. by the way, just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, that's, I have them finishing 15th in the NFC. So even if Andy Dalton comes back, uh, yeah, I I don't care. They're not gonna, I'll give you Amari Cooper for a bag of chips. Um, 
I'd take Zeke off your hands, but you don't have him. I just like that he looks like an Ewok. That that's funny to me. It's amusing. Gosh. All right. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna we're gonna call it that one. Ewoks are flying, so we're not yep. gonna. We are off topic. All right. So this has been the third forever football podcast, our week nine recap, our week 10 preview, as well as our midseason awards and our updated playoff picture. Uh, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, final words. Washed. <laughs>